Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks Monday edition, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message for the previous day. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from August 16th. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 10 through 28. Jesus called the crowd near and said to them, Listen and understand. It's not what goes into the mouth that contaminates a person in God's sight. It's what comes out of the mouth that contaminates the person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended by what you just said? Jesus replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father didn't plant will be pulled up. Leave the Pharisees alone. They are blind people who are guides to blind people. But if a blind person leads another blind person, they will both fall into a ditch. Then Peter spoke up. Explain this riddle to us. Jesus said, Don't you understand yet? Don't you know that everything that goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what goes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And that's what contaminates a person in God's sight. Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adultery, sexual sins, thefts, false testimonies, and insults. These contaminate a person in God's sight. But eating without washing hands doesn't contaminate in God's sight. From there, Jesus went to the regions of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from those territories came out and shouted, Show me mercy, son of David. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. But he didn't respond to her at all. His disciples came and urged him, Send her away. She keeps shouting out after us. Jesus replied, I've been sent only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. He replied, It is not good to take the children's bread and toss it to dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Jesus answered, 
woman, you have great faith. It will be just as you wish. And right then and there, her daughter was healed. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Peter speaks up in the middle of this part of Matthew's gospel. And Peter says to Jesus, explain this riddle to us. We've listened to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 10 through 28 this morning. And it's very easy to join in with Peter. It's very easy to say, Jesus, explain the riddle. Explain to us what you're trying to say. Peter and the disciples obviously were confused. It wasn't a moment in which Jesus asked, do you understand what I'm saying? Jesus seemed to think that they should understand what he was saying. But in the middle of it all, Peter stops him and says, explain the riddle. This is one of those passages that's a difficult passage to understand. To understand the riddle, we have to understand a lot of things that go on prior to this moment in Jesus' ministry. First of all, we need to understand about the gospel writer, Matthew. Each of the gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, wrote their versions of the gospel with a specific audience in mind, with a specific community and gathering. And Matthew's gospel is clearly written for a Jewish Christian audience. A Jewish Christian audience which is living within the immediate proximity of the homeland Israel. Matthew is the most Jewish of all the gospels. And we need to remember that. We need to understand that as we go from the moment with the crowds, as Jesus calls them close, to share his teaching to the point that they move on their way into the land of Canaan and Jesus encounters the Canaanite woman. It's important, important to understand who is listening. It's important to also understand that as we listen this morning, there are things we don't understand. 
There's a reason we need the riddle explained to us. Because we don't have a relationship with those living in the land of Canaan. We don't understand the teachings that Jesus is countering. Or at least we don't understand them as Matthew writes about them. We, as our own community of faith, may have ways in which we can understand, but not directly as Matthew shares this message. So first thing, first thing as we start looking at this passage of Scripture, Matthew has Jesus gather the community around him. And with the community there, Jesus begins to teach them. Essentially, he teaches them this. Breaking traditional dietary laws will not distance you from God. What goes into the mouth works its way through the body, through the digestive tract, leaves the body, and that will not distance you from God. But what comes out of the mouth? What comes out of the mouth which results in hate speech will distance you from God. It's not a matter of what goes in. It's all a matter about what comes out. And so Jesus talks to them. Jesus is trying to explain this to them. And it's out of this explanation that Peter steps up and says, explain this riddle to us. And Jesus goes on, goes on and says, whatever enters the stomach goes out through the sewer. But what goes out of the mouth comes from the heart and that's what contaminates a person in God's sight. Out of the heart, when it comes as evil thoughts, murders, adultery, sexual sins, theft, false testimonies, and insults, these contaminate a person in God's sight. might be a whole lot easier if it did matter what went in as the Levitical laws which Jesus was addressing state. While we don't completely understand what Jesus is saying in terms of how the Israelites 
followed the laws and the ways in which they ate and what went into their mouth. It's not like we don't have our own traditions. It's not like we don't have some of the same things that are set by the religious authority or maybe just time and tradition. I think to us today, to explain the riddle, Jesus would say, it doesn't matter when you watch the stream of the service. Or before March, it doesn't matter that you had your seat filled in the pew at 8.30, at 9 o'clock, or at 11 o'clock. It doesn't matter that you were present. It's not where you sit that makes a difference in terms of your distance from God. But what matters is what your speech and your actions show. What matters is what comes out of the heart. And maybe, maybe when the riddle is explained to us, we don't want to know what the explanation is. But that's what Jesus was setting up. And in terms of talking to the Jewish Christians, in terms of talking to those who still lived in Israel, and a good portion of them would not only have Christian leanings, but would still follow, would still be a part of the Jewish community. And so after Jesus talks about what it takes to either be distanced or not distanced from God, Jesus takes off and finds himself in the land of Canaan. And he and the disciples are gathered. They're followed. There is this woman that will not leave them alone in the land of Canaan. The Canaanites have been enemies of the Israelis for years, for centuries. And we see Jesus turn his back on the Canaanite woman. And for us, for us who think of Jesus in different terms, who don't live in Israel, who don't follow Jewish customs, this creates an even bigger riddle for us as we read this passage of Matthew's Gospel. How could Jesus 
do that. Well, Jesus could do that because it would be what was expected. It would be the way in which relations had gone between the Israelis and the Canaanites for years. It was out of place for a woman, a woman of all people to follow, to constantly try to get Jesus' attention, to try and get Jesus to heal her daughter. And if you will remember that Jesus said one of those things you had to watch about coming out of your mouth were insults. If you were a Jewish Christian that Matthew was writing to, you heard the insult. You heard the insult when Jesus says to the woman, it is not good to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. The dogs, those Canaanite dogs, they would understand exactly who this woman was. But the woman continues. And the woman says, yes, Lord, you're right there. But even the dogs find a way to get the crumbs that fall from the table. It won't take much, Jesus. I'm not asking for a lot. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of your attention, of your healing powers, and make my daughter well. Jesus then looks at her and says, Woman, you have great faith. It will be as you wish. At that moment, Jesus heals her. Jesus' actions, Jesus' words increase our understanding of the riddle. What comes out of the mouth is what distances you or doesn't distance you from God. Calling the woman a dog puts distance between the Israelis, the Jewish Christians, and God. But offering a crumb, just a crumb. You don't have to offer a lot of compassion of your heart. Just a crumb offered makes the distance between you and God shorter. The riddle is explained. But the explanation is still difficult. 
We live in a time. We live in places where those insults fly out of our mouths or the mouths of people we know quickly, easily. Whether those insults and those forms of hate speech are focused on other races, those with other political views, those with other religious views. We're quick. We're quick to hurl the insults. We're quick to let the hate speech flow from our mouth. It's not what goes into our mouth that we should be concerned about, but what comes out of our mouth. Last evening, I received a text from a colleague, a colleague who was upset because he had seen a media post from someone from a previous charge that he had served. And the text, or the post said, don't talk to me about Black Lives Matter, because they don't. There's the insult. There's the hate. There's the distance growing between this person and God. And my friend was concerned. Concerned about what was coming out of the mouth. Maybe we need to extend our thoughts in our time and place, that is not as much the mouth as the fingers in which we type our thoughts, where we type our insults, whether it comes from our mouth or from our fingers. We need to be very, very careful. We need to watch ourselves because we have the riddle explained. And the riddle is trying to help us stay as close to God as we can. I would encourage you. I would encourage you this week to begin watching your mouth, your fingers, whatever ways in which the insults and the hate except released from your heart. Let us follow the one who loves and cares for all. For even in the midst of apparent tragedy, God's love gathers up the fragments of our lives. Even in the midst of apparent rejection, God's faithfulness 
rescues us from despair. Even when we feel abandoned and alone, God calls us to find strength for the journey. Even in the midst of strife, God calls us to look beyond our differences and live together in unity. May we find ways to live in unity. Amen. Receive now this blessing. The God who forgives, reconciles, heals, and blesses is with you today and forevermore. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.